You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. And welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I am your host, Richard Franzi, and this is podcast episode number 1,181, and it's interview number 1,495, working our way to our 1,500th interview here on Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. In today's world, when you need help, you need to reach out and get it whether it's business, financial, career, or personal help. Having a great mentor or coach can help you move forward. That's why I've invited author Melinda J. Kelly to join us to share how her new book, Finding Your Coach, can help you, the reader, seek effective coaches and coaching relationships. Melinda, welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. Thank you so very much. I'm delighted to be here. Thank you. It's my pleasure. I love having authors. And for those of you that are watching the video stream, maybe on YouTube at this moment or Facebook, and you can see that Melinda's book is right here on the on the camera. So before we get into the book, let me ask you a question. How important is it for people to seek out coaches in these different areas, whether it's business, financial, or personal? You know, what's the characteristics of a good coach in a coaching relationship for a person? I'm so glad you asked that. You know, we wouldn't think twice about putting an address into our GPS to find out where to go. But somehow when we need information, a little more than what we have, we get funny about it. Hmm. And if you want to improve your golf swing, if you're looking at your HR department is losing its esprit de corps, you wouldn't think twice about hiring someone to come in and give you their input. But yet, amazingly, when it comes to our lives, we spend more time looking at a vacation than figuring out what we want to do. What is it that caused you to want to write this book? I mean, uh, obviously it's important for you, for people who want a coach to find a good coach. But at a higher order, why did you write Finding Your Coach, Diving Deep Within? I was very fortunate. I came from a position of looking at what I was doing and wondering if it's what I wanted to continue doing. And knowing that I had to make an educated choice of really ramping up or choosing a new direction. Mm Mm-hmm. And in doing that, I realized I had lost sight of some of my dreams and my hopes, my other things. I'd gotten very good at what I knew, but I didn't know what I didn't know. Yeah, that's the biggest challenge, isn't it, for people? And, and we, we're smart, talented, savvy people. We know a lot. Our friends know a lot. They're there to encourage you and give you all sorts of advice. But when you're looking at change, we don't fully appreciate how it threatens every relationship. Not only our our business relationship, but our friendships. And also, it, it alters our relationship with ourselves. Mm-hmm. We, we suddenly have to look at things we may have given up on or hadn't thought about in a long time. I was fortunate that when I was seeking, people offered me ideas and people to look at. And I worked with some people that were incredible. And I got the secrets of the universe. And I worked with some people that everyone thought were absolutely incredible, and I went home with nothing. Mm. So there comes a point we sort of have to ask, I want to think it's them, but it might be me. Right. Well, isn't it too that maybe not every coach resonates the same way with every potential uh, person they could work with? 
Oh, very true. Very true. And I always say when you meet someone, you have a sense of them and pay attention to that. And sometimes you're absolutely right. And sometimes you warm up to them. But pay attention to your first thought. And my biggest is, are the way they're approaching things, does it align with your values and how you approach Mm. life? It's one thing to have your ideas challenged, but it's another when you go, I really wouldn't feel comfortable doing that. Or that's not how I'd approach something. You, right. We know. You brought with you some uh, piece of paper, and I was looking it over before the show, and I wonder if you, maybe you could just share, what, what, do you, what, what is this that you brought with you that you shared with me? Well, as I was going down the rabbit hole of all my questions, and I've discovered I absolutely love questions. They're, questions give us power. They give us clarity. They give us comfort. And when we're little kids, we have a million questions. Right. And as we get older, when you get into school, it's all about answers. And as we get older, we question less and less. And when you start your first job, you don't want to ask questions because you might not look like you know what you're doing. And we stop questioning. And getting back in touch with questions really gives us everything we could hope for and and even a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So I had to start asking myself some questions I really didn't want to, but I realized I needed to. One of the things is we all think we get along with everyone. Well, we know that's not true. Right. When you're working with someone, how are you relating to them? We bring in our baggage, no matter how well-adjusted or fabulous we are. In a coaching relationship, we've created another authority figure. What is your relationship with an authority figure? Are you going to translate them into a parental figure? Are you going to make them a boss you didn't like? Mm. Have you developed your communication skills so you know what you really are asking of them? Because a good coach is going to listen to you. They're going to take you at your word. They're going to hold you accountable. And if you don't know what you really want, you can suddenly make them into the dragon. Mm. They're not the dragon. They're just doing what you ask them to do. In reading through this paper, there's a series of questions that are here, and I think I agree with you. Well, I don't think I know. I agree with you. The person that's asking the questions is controlling the conversation, mm-hmm. right? Very much so. We're doing an interview here, right? <laughs> you, you're providing all the substance and content, but I'm directing it because I'm asking you questions of, of curiosity, of things that I think my audience would be interested in. With, and this paper is filled with questions. Well, and there's the ones that I... I have are subtle, but it's important because we didn't become who we are overnight. And just like you peel an onion, there's a difference between seeking parental approval so that you've made a coach a parent and, oh, that's nice, you've done such a good job, to making them an authority figure. Hmm. Now, that's a subtle difference. One deals with wanting approval, and the other deals with how you react with authority and someone holding you accountable. They're similar. But they're just enough different that if you don't know really how you feel one to the other, you'll lump them, and then you lose twice. So let's come back to the book, Finding mm-hmm. Your Coach, Diving Deep Within. Mm-hmm. And when did you start writing the book? And how long did it take you to get to the point where you actually can hand me something that I can hold and hold up for the camera to see? Well, you know, every overnight success is decades in the making. <laughs> right. I started looking at this. I actually started working into fiction. That had been an old, long-time dream. Oh, wow. And I explored it in a variety of different ways. And that's what led me into 
finding people to help me find my, my path that way. And as I was working with that, I've heard, we've all heard, and I just had to do this. It called to me and said, it must be written. Yes. And I've rolled my eyes at that a thousand times. Right. How trite. Yeah, right. And yeah, payback sure. is painful. Because this came from, I want to say, the sense of stubbing my toe a lot of times. And I didn't want other people to stub their toes. Mm. The idea is that you can take a look at this and go through it and get some answers to help you move forward. There are so many fabulous people out there willing to help you in a variety of ways. Why not get the best help you can? Why not really get everything when you're working with someone rather than feeling disappointed or even more? We have great hopes and we tend to get fearful. Mm. And when we make that big move and put all our fear in a coat pocket and something happens, it sets us back. I don't want people set back. Well, you, you break the book up into several parts. You, them, success, and is this the outline that you had when you started the book, or is this the outcome of the inspiration for writing? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Did, the, did it follow a format, or did you get started? Because I think it's it's important if people think they have a book to write that they should figure out how best to get it written. And when I have an author on the show, I'd like to spend a little bit of time on your technique. So I'm just questioning, uh, is this the outcome of the book, or was this the, the outline that you followed to write the book? It started very easily as us and them. You know, me them the coach the yes you know what was going on with me and what was going on with them and and looking at all those different things but the one that helped me the most is speaking with someone who was a coach and they said this is really great but it's missing something it's missing something you've mentioned to me and that is success or happiness okay and i believe you can be successful and happy I can believe you can be happy and successful, but I also believe you need to know what makes you happy mm -hmm. in order to really be successful. If you're willing to work lots of hours to do the overtime because you're going to take your family on an incredible trip, you're willing to invest that for the memory of a lifetime. Sure. That's a great reason to give up moments with your family, mm -hmm. things you can't get back. But if you're working overtime all the time and you don't know why, what's happened to your life? Who's in control? Are you happy or are you just going through the motions? Hmm. So the big idea in this book, if someone was to say, Melinda J. Kelly, well, let's talk about finding your coach, diving deep within. What's the big idea in the book? The big idea is that we really do need to dive deep. We need to have the courage and ask ourselves questions about who we really are and to be honest with ourselves. You know, every January, we've all decided by the end of the year, we're going to be very thin. Yeah. We're going to run a marathon. Right. We're going to have every closet cleaned. Never get angry. N never get right. angry. I'm going to be peaceful in traffic. And every Thanksgiving weekend, we're trying to figure out what we're going to wear because nothing fits. Uh -huh. We've got two weeks to run a marathon. And we haven't done any training, and I'm not being ladylike in traffic because none of them know how to drive. Right. We're full of great intentions, but if we don't know really what we're going to do with it, if I'm not going to, if I'm not going to get a coach to help me run, how am I going to run a marathon? Yes, break it down. If I'm not going to join a walking group, I'm obviously not going to be running. Mm -hmm. And I need to know that I really don't want to do that, but I like the idea of saying it. Right. Well, that's my truth. 
Okay. So it sounds like the way you've positioned this book and the content that's in it, a big part of finding and having a successful coaching relationship is to know thyself. Very much. Very, very much. It starts with the individual. Very much. Because I can say to you, I would love to solve world peace by next Thursday. And you say, wonderful, I'll work with you. And if I'm not going to show up to meet with you until Wednesday night, Mm -hmm. it's not going to happen. If I don't understand how I manage my time, how am I going to manage working with you, working with anybody, taking care of anything I say is a priority, if I don't know that I can't handle my time just yet? Right. So the important thing is to find the right coach in all these different areas, Melinda J. Kelly. It is to kind of understand who that person needs to be to be able to be successful in a coaching relationship with you. And that really gets down to communication, to being comfortable with who you are, and that's warts and all. Mm-hmm. We all like to think we're you know marvelous individuals, and we are, right. but we all have quirks that we do and we don't realize. Like I said, I can have an unruly five-year-old show up, and I don't know why, but mm-hmm. she'll go away. So what is the first step in seeking your coach? What advice do you have for our audience, people who are, you know, people that are listening to this show are lifelong learners. Many of them realize they don't have all the answers, and they're looking for, you know, others, peer learning, coaching, relationships. So let's start with that. What's the first step? Well, first of all, I think that's what makes your audience so phenomenal, is that they are constantly seeking that critical mass, that additional information, that there's something out there. And I feel that's so true for all of us. Really and truly, when we meet someone, we have a sense of them. We know if we resonate with them, if we don't. We need to honor that. The other is, if you meet someone and what their approach is doesn't feel that it really matches yours, Mm -hmm. it's lovely you've met them. And even if you work with someone and it really didn't go as you wanted, you've learned something right there. You've learned either you weren't clear in your communication, that you thought they were offering something that they weren't, but you heard differently, or that you bought into somebody else's story about it. Whichever one of those it is, you've learned something about how you're taking your information in. And the next time you'll listen a little better, or you'll ask a few more questions, but you'll know a little more. So in the peer groups that I lead, because that's what I do here at Build Mastifying Groups for uh, CEOs and business owners, part of they're seeking advice and counsel of one another. And a basic foundation of the process is when you ask for advice, you have to be totally transparent about the situation. Because if you don't honestly, from your perspective, share everything, even things that might put you in a slightly bad light, in their eyes at least, their advice can't hit the mark because they don't really know the full situation. Make sense? Very much. It, and I feel the same way in a one-on-one coaching relationship, regardless of what area of your life you're mm-hmm. asking for the coaching from. You have to be willing to be vulnerable and be honest, or else the coaching advice you get, you go, well, that didn't really help me. Well, it's because you didn't really give them a chance to deal with the real issue, is it? Well, it's like all of those things. If they turn you down, but it wasn't you, they didn't turn you down. They turned some stranger down. Right. Some figment of your imagination. Mm -hmm. And we all have that. I talk about our aspirational self. And I signed up for a program because I'd worked with this person. They were fabulous. They offered something. I thought it sounded wonderful. I was all signed up and ready to go and into it and realized I was in over my head. Hmm. Well, I knew better, but my aspirational self signed up. I wanted to be there. 
but I wasn't ready to be there. I was like a little kindergartner wanting to go to high school. I'll get there eventually, right. but I was not there. Today's not the day. Mm-hmm. So as I said earlier in the show, whenever I have uh, successful authors on the program, I like to ask them sort of the, the, what did you learn? What advice could you give to our audience? Many of them may think they have a book in them. Um, maybe they were you a few years ago as you were developing the manuscript. But what advice could you give for as- aspiring authors who are in our audience today, Melinda? The first thing is be kind to yourself because everybody does have a story. And it is a fascinating story. And whether you're writing it for yourself, your family, to be published, for whatever reason, writing your book is in and of itself an act of success. And it's a brave, fabulous completion. If you then would like to have it published, that's a whole nother journey. And it's one you may want to take and you may not want to take. You might want to do your story and do a vanity print and give it to your family for Christmas. You may want to do something that's your philosophy of business and give to your office. There are a lot of things that you can do that are successful and get your book out there. And then if you want to take it even further, then you can look into working with a traditional publishing house, going with, you know, Amazon. There are a lot of ways. But to see writing a book as more multidimensional than just being Stephen King and having a bestseller. Every time you complete a chapter, you are on your own road of success. You have done something no one else can do. And also, very importantly, as you're being kind to yourself, just write. What you're saying is brilliant, but there's that little voice that comes out and Mm. says, oh, oh, no, 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 you should have said this. Don't listen to that voice. Go forward, be brave, write it, put it down. Put it to the side. Come back and read your words and see how really good they are. Hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that's great advice, Melinda, because I know for myself in writing, the inner critic can be the biggest killer of the muse, right? And and you have to suspend the editing from the writing. Regardless, don't Mm -hmm. think about it. Just let it flow. And you can always come back and you can always clean it up. Exactly. There's a reason it's a process. Right. You write, you edit, you rewrite. You have a little romance with your written word. Right. It's a process. Um, okay, so a couple more questions in our time with Melinda. I know time flies, right? Uh, author of Finding Your Coach, Diving Deep Within. What did you learn about the process of finding your coach that you didn't really know or think about prior to having to be the disciplined person who wrote this book? Oh, I love being called a disciplined person. I learned that I'm not that disciplined. Okay. I learned that I had to be honest with myself. I needed to look at things I thought I did fabulously, Hmm. and I did adequately. And none of us like to think that about ourselves. In going through my list of questions, it really made me honor and live my truth. I couldn't put this out there if I wasn't doing it. It's made me more open to criticism, constructive and otherwise. It's made me more able to look at varying perspectives. It's made me be more able to listen to what's being said and what's being intended. Hmm. That's deep. Wow. This is awesome. Uh, (laughs) Do you have, are you working on and building complementary tools that go along with your book, Finding Your Coach? And if so, can you share a little bit about that now? I'd be more than happy to. Okay, I've been asked and am putting together a mastermind on the power of questions. Wow. Having fallen in love with them, I think I should share share the 
they'll love with everyone else. Okay, that's exciting. Mm -hmm. Finding other people who share your love for questions? No, actually looking at topics through a finite period and going through them and looking at the big picture of the question of power, the question of hope, the question Mm. of relationships, and looking at it in an integrative whole, and also how it affects each of us. What do we bring to the table? In understanding what we're doing and what our aspirations are, how can we get to our truths and our meanings? Excellent. And if someone would like to find out more about your book, and I'll say it again, Finding Your Coach, Diving Deep Within by Melinda J. Kelly, or the other services that you're developing, how would they find you online? I'm available at melindajkelly.com. Could you spell that? Melinda, M-E-L-I-N-D-A-J-K-E-L-L-Y.com. And my book is available at amazon.com, Finding Your Coach, Diving Deep Within by Melinda J. Kelly. And um, I'm also available on the mandatory social media, so you can find me there. And I've got to say, this has just been such a delightful experience well, to chat you. with you. It has literally flown by. Yes, time does fly, doesn't it? Mm. Yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, on that note, I'm going to say thank you to our engineer, none other than Mr. Paul Roberts, the man behind the screen, and our three producers, without whom I could not do this show every week, Joan Park, Crystal Nunley, and Haley Stern. If you'd like to connect with me, let's start on LinkedIn. I'm Richard Franzi, which is R-I-C-H-A-R-D-F-R-A-N-Z-I. Until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.